What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. And today, we are back with our very first ever weekly takeaways from the week before, our biggest takeaways from week one. We're going to be going through all the games, final score, just recapping the games real quick, then going into what we took away from the game, some things we learned, some things that were like, oh man, like they're in trouble, or some things were like, oh, they'll be fine. We did that. Also, check out today's first YouTube, our first exclusive segment for the week on YouTube, where we did our top waiver wire pickups of the week. Came out today. We went through about had about almost ten guys total, guys to watch out for on the waiver wire, and guys that you should definitely go all in use your waiver wire pickup for. Um, tomorrow, we have coming out our. Best bets episode. Our best bets episode coming tomorrow. Then Thursday we have our weekly stardom situm, including Thursday's game, and we have our one v one wager episode of the podcast. Ryan is currently ahead of me. Ryan went ten and seven, and I went seven and nine. Seven and nine. Mm-hmm. I think that is. I went seven, seven and six. ten. I went ten and six. Ten and six. I went seven and nine. All right. So yeah, be sure to check all that out. It may sound a little different in the background today. We're not at Little Italy, so it may be a little quieter in the background because you don't hear the machines. But speaking of Little Italy, be sure to check out our sponsor, Little Italy Pizzeria. They got the best cheese sticks, the best pizza in all the Delaware. Recently, I just had a cheese steak, mozzarella sticks, and fries. It was amazing. Be sure to check it out. Anthony is a pretty good cook. He's also pretty smooth on transitions. I mean, you guys noticed that. He- we're not a little Whitley plugged a sponsor. It's Always. Like Skippy, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And um, as you heard, Ryan, I made the cheesesteak. I'm legit. I've been told by people, honestly, this is a true story, that my hands have a gift. I didn't tell them this, but... You heard Ryan said I made a pretty killer cheesesteak. I did say that. Come check it out. I make a pretty good pizza, too. My dad does, too. My uncle does as well at his pizza shop. All Little Italy. Linked in the description. Be sure to check that out. Show my family business some love. Whenever you guys get a chance, come in, talk, hang out, all that stuff. And with that being said, let's get into it. So, figure we start this one off with, uh, we can start out with Thursday's game since that happened Thursday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers took down the Dallas Cowboys in a thriller of a 31-29 final score. As a Dallas Cowboys fan, how are you feeling after that t- tough loss? Uh, I, I I feel I feel pretty good. Um, <laughs> I feel good in our roster. I'm not sure I feel good in Mike McCarthy. I didn't like going down a stretch where we just went for a field goal and gave the ball to Tom Brady with a yeah, minute, it's... what, 30 seconds left, give or yep. take? The game started to fly. I kind of just knew that we were going to lose at that point, but it was good to see that we hung around with the Super Bowl winners and Tom Brady with a top five defense and a top five offense. So, I mean, it was was nice to hang around with him. It was good to see Dak back. Uh, He looked like he didn't miss a beat. He looked like he was just throwing the ball around the yard. Uh, Zeke didn't look too good, but that's kind of as to be expected against a Tampa Bay defense who is arguably the best. You could say they're the best. So, yeah, as a Cowboys fan, I am pretty happy. I think we are by far the best team in this division. I think we'll have no struggle winning the division. Uh, the only really you know, concern for me is Mike McCarthy and his defense. Like I said, I've, the defense actually did look okay against Tampa Bay's offense. Yeah, I mean, I we mean, forced turnovers. Just Mike McCarthy and staying consistent on defense. And that's really it for me. Yeah, no, nah, and I mean, I agree with you 100% on that. Um Disclaimer, that is a trash truck in the background. Don't mind it. It's fine. But, no, I mean, I like what you said about Dallas defense. Dallas's defense, I mean, yeah, they gave up 31 points, but they, they didn't look bad. It wasn't like a, oh, 
they got blown out and gave up 31. They gave up 31, and their offense still came out and put up 29. The defense didn't look bad. Sure, there was some big plays given up, but, I mean, in theory, in theory, I would take that as a win if I was you. I'm not upset. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, especially, I mean, we. I know we had all talked about it before and, like, on last week's episodes and stuff. You were expecting a blowout, no? Yeah, I was. I was. I thought yeah, nah, I mean, there was their Super Bowl ceremony and they were just going to destroy us and that was going to be it. No, nah, it was good to see Dak Prescott back, though. I mean, I, I personally, I really didn't know how I thought he was going to come back, especially, like, coming back as a quarterback with that gruesome of an injury. Like, it, it's got to be tough. But he was going, fighting for extra yards on read options, scrambling out of the pocket, avoiding sacks. taking his. It's going to be one of those, like, how how it is for Joel Embiid. Like, whenever he goes down, everyone kind of gets quiet, and it's like, oh, like... Because I know I did it a couple of times. I was like, oh, like... Get back up, get back yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, nah, I mean, takeaways from the game, pretty much we said it all. Dak and the Cowboys looked great. Amari Cooper looked really good. CeeDee Lamb looked good. He had some drops. I'm sure Zeke will be fine. It's just it's hard to run the ball when you're playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you're going to be playing from behind. Without Zach Martin also. Without Zach Martin. Um, Tampa Bay is offense is arguably, from what we saw, they could go down as best in the league. I mean, Tampa Bay's offense looked super, super good. Everything was there except for the run game. Yeah, I mean. I could see these two teams playing in the playoffs again. I could see Tampa Bay yeah. being in a Super Bowl again. It's kind of nah, um, Tampa Bay's secondary, though, needs some help because Jamel Dean sucks. Dak Press the whole first half as soon as um what was it, Carlton Davis got hurt or I think it was Carlton Davis. When I think it was Carlton Davis got hurt at the very beginning of the game and was out, Dak Prescott threw at Jamel Dean almost every single pass for the rest of the first half. And I don't know why they stopped doing it in the second half, but the whole first half Jamel Dean was just getting picked on. Dak Prescott was throwing the ball to whoever was on his side every single play. It was literally Dean versus either Cooper CD. No, it was Jordan Lewis or Anthony Brown first. One of them allowed like 130 <laughs> yards. Yeah. It was it was it was them two versus each other. Uh, who could do worse? Yeah, and That's I mean, I saw Tampa win the game. It was very close, and I personally enjoyed the game. And Dallas, Dallas looks legit. Like that's I was talking to my dad about. It. Like Dallas looks like they. If they stay healthy, then Dallas is going to be a problem. That's what it comes down to. And it's like that for a lot of teams. Again, I know it's not saying much, but Dallas is a team that they look legit every year and they battle injuries. So if you guys can stay – and Lyle Collins got suspended five games. We didn't really talk about that in the beginning. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to not talk about that one? Uh, I mean, he's appealing it. I don't know how it's going to work out for him. He's going to be out five games or whatever. I don't think it's going to impact us making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, Dallas looked good. And if Dallas if Dallas stays healthy, they're going to be a very – they're going to be a problem this year. We also didn't touch on what we went last week, I don't think. How I went 10-6 and six and you went I, – I did say that. Did. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to sprinkle it in there again. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but what we didn't touch on is our best bets – Combined between the three and three we each picked, and then the one total, what do we go? Seven and one? Six and one. And then our one together one, right? We, I had three, you had three. Oh, seven and one. Yeah, yeah we went right. seven and one with our best bets. We're legit. Like I said, we know what we're talking about. Just throwing it out there. Be sure to check that video out if you haven't. Our best bets video is coming out tomorrow as well. Um, all right, um, so let's move on. Since we touched on your Cowboys, I said we could touch on um, my Patriots real quick. That's fair. 
Um, so my Patriots lost to the Miami Dolphins 17-16. Very, very tough loss for the Patriots. Um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones surprised me. He did. I was expecting Mac Jones to come out and be a sorry you know what. You guys all know how I feel about Mac Jones, especially if you've been following. I think Mac Jones threw for about almost th- like just slightly under 300 yards um, with a touchdown. Defense looked bad. Um, the pa- I'll start out with the Patriots before I talk about the Dolphins. The Patriots, our defense actually was putting some pressure up. I saw we were getting pressure on Tua. I know Miami's offensive line isn't really the greatest, but the Patriots were getting pressure. Saw Josh Uche getting there for a couple sacks. Matt Judon did his thing. Dietrich Wise, Chase Winovich, Christian Barmore was getting back there making pressure. Our secondary looked okay. There were, you can de- our secondary is still okay, but you can definitely tell we're missing Gilmore out there. Um, turnovers killed the Patriots. I think we had a. T- I think Janu Smith had a fumble but got recovered. Then Ramondre Stevenson in fumbled once or twice, and Damian Harris fumbled once. And our running backs have fumbled. They were turnovers. We didn't get the ball back on those. That cost us down the stretch. We were driving down the field on the final drive to win. Damian Harris fumbled. Very ugly situation. Very very annoying as a Patriots fan. But I mean that's just that stuff you can get cleaned up. Like, class classroom stuff for running backs. I'm sure Bill Belichick won't be having that. I'm sure he's going to shut that down in practice today, yesterday, whenever they had their last practice. Um, But, yeah, Mac Jones really surprised me. He didn't look bad at all. I mean, I didn't think he looked exceptional, but, I mean, he definitely didn't look as bad as I thought he did. So, I mean, I guess that's a win in my book and a loss in my book because I was wrong, but it's good for me as a Patriots fan. That's fair. But the Dolphins, I mean, sure they won. Tua didn't look like anything special. He didn't exactly silence any of the haters he had on him. He looked okay. The offense looked good. He was spreading the ball around some. He, yeah, a lot of the weapons of Miami's offense were getting touches, both tight ends, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle. I'm curious to see how it is when Will Fuller comes back, though, see how the touches get distributed when he comes back this week, right? Yep. Yeah, um... That's pretty much it. That was pretty much all my takeaways, honestly. The Patriots, we really didn't look bad. Mac Jones was kind of just, that shocked me the most. I'll take it as a win in my book. I'm allowed to be wrong. That's why we talk about it. Yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I just rambled for 10 minutes. (laughs) For me, I kind of seen this coming. I figured it was going to be a low-scoring AFC East game. Um, The Dolphins won because they forced turnovers. That was really it. They got turnovers, they won the football game. Without those turnovers, Patriots probably win easy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's football. That's how it goes. I think the Dolphins finished better than the Patriots this year. I think nope. the Dolphins are a better team than the nope. Patriots this year. Uh, they just went to New England and won, so that kind of says a lot. Um, yeah, there's not really much takeaways here. It was... Yeah, it was... <laughs> I mean, Patriots were just sloppy. That's kind of how it was. Turnovers yeah, we- were- Dolph- Very surprising. Dolphins forced field goals when the Patriots were in the red, or red zone. They just couldn't punch it in. I think the Patriots will be fine. I'm not looking at this as a season like, oh, damn, season's done. Let's throw and let's tank for Spencer Rowler. I mean, it's week one, and they lost to a 10-win team last year. Yeah. I think the Dolphins are better, but I, I think the Patriots will be fine. No, I mean, losing it, it's, it was a tough loss, but I think the Patriots will be fine. They'll see them again. And then Patriots and Dolphins always play each other good. So, I mean... I'm not really looking too much into that, but I mean, I just Mac Jones, man. Just I don't know. 
If he looks good and throws it in my face, I'll bite the bullet and say I was wrong. You gonna get a Mac Jones jersey? That's we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, Ryan. That's fair. All right. Um. So next, I know you wanted to touch on the uh, Cardinals Titans game. So I mean, this was a shocker. This was a shocker. I <laughs> took the Titans to win this game, but the Cardinals ended up coming out and just walking the dog on these boys. Yep. Um. It was. That's that's what they did. They came out and walked the dog on them. Um. Kyler Murray had himself a day. Tannehill did not have himself a day. No, he did not because I haven't been a couple fantasy leagues. That's kind of easy to say. I don't even know. Derrick Henry got absolutely stopped. Cardinals defense looked like they were something crazy. Oh, my God, Chandler Jones had five sacks. Three sacks were in the first quarter. Two two, uh, um, forced fumbles. I don't know if this Cardinals defense is no joke. I don't know if the Titans suck. So, with that being said, I'm just going to relax. You know what I mean? I think both of these teams are good. Personally, I still think that both of these teams are playoff teams. I think the Cardinals asserted themselves to be better. Yeah. And I think the Cardinals are a team to look out for. Yep. But I'm not panicking on the Titans yet. They still have Derrick Henry, who I think will figure things out. I hope. What's the uh, attack on the Titans? Taylor Luong. He he recognized. I don't know how I felt about that though. That was guy was a very weird situation. What? Like him going out on Twitter and was like, "Thank you for exposing me." Like that was that's kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, it was recognition that he cost them the game, and we're not calling. He was part of the reason to cost them the game, and he realizes that he needs to be better. So I respect it. Um, He showed respect to Chandler Jones for absolutely destroying him. It's better than. Denying the fact that he got absolutely... Yeah, but I mean, that's something you could probably just... Oh, on the field, go up to him, yo, like, you did good, like, you're gonna make me get better, thanks. I don't think you have to go out on Twitter and write an essay about how you got exposed and how you played sorry. You also don't have to go on Twitter to share your workout videos either, but they do it. You know... You know what I'm saying, so... It's fair, I guess. Uh, with that being said, I, I like the Cardinals, I do. I end up taking the Titans... Probably shouldn't shouldn't have in hindsight. Oh my god, yeah. But basically, what I took away from this is Kyler Murray is going to be the MVP, and the Cardinals are going to go win the Super Bowl. The Cardinals all along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's a feel good story. Kyler Murray's a stud. That's it. No, I mean, I like what you said about the defense, though. Chandler Jones Chase, looked real Chase good. Chase Edmonds also had a good game. Wanted to throw that yeah, J.J. Watt also didn't look bad. J.J. Watt had a big goal line tackle on Derrick Henry, I remember. He, um, you know who I was thinking about during the game, who me and you both said could have been a potential breakout this year on our one of our earlier videos or podcasts? Good. Isaiah Simmons looked really good. He didn't he had that one pick, didn't he? Yeah, it seems like it seems like the Cardinals in this offseason finally got a real look at where Isaiah Simmons can play, and it seemed like they were kind of using him all over, playing him back in that safety role, playing him in the middle of the field if he needs to, exactly what they drafted him to do, play all over, be that jack-of-all-trades kind of guy, to play against these top guys, to mirror Derrick Henry out of the backfield. You're going to be playing against George Kittle pretty soon. You're going to be playing against Matt Stafford and the boys real soon. That's why they drafted Isaiah Simmons. He looked real good. He had a big goal line tackle against Derrick Henry as well. Kind of met him in the middle and surprisingly, like, they had a, like a standoff. Whoa, excuse me. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons kind of stood Derrick Henry up at the goal line. He caught a pick. He had a couple other big plays and good tackles. I mean, Isaiah Simmons looked real good, but the Titans, dude, what the heck? We've been talking about the Cardinals, but... 
That was a porous showing. That was AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry just didn't. No. Tannehill, they just didn't show up. No, that shows how bad Ryan Tannehill is, though. Shows how. No, it doesn't show yeah, it how does. bad Ryan Tannehill is. Yep, Matt Stafford's Martin better. Would, no, he's not. Matt Stafford's better than Ryan Tannehill. No, he's not. Um, yeah, he is in every aspect. Um, but now nah, that's a conversation for a different day, though. We'll save that one. But now, nah, I mean, this was a tough one for the Titans. Hopefully, they come and bounce back. I don't know who they play this week. I think Seattle. They got another tough one against Seattle this week. They should against Seattle. They should at least be able to score. I would hope. I don't know, dude. We'll t- we can touch on Seattle. And we'll, we'll touch on them in a little bit, but their defense didn't look that bad. Okay, they granted it was Michael Pittman okay, and yeah. Jack Pascal. We'll, like I said, we'll t- <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But nah, I mean, I don't have much to say about this Cardinals Titans. I was expecting a lot more than what we got. Also, Rondo Moore and Christian Kirk had a good game. I was yeah. worried about the Cardinals having a number two receiver, and it looks like they have two pretty solid ones to be a possible number two. So. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, and why don't we move on to the next one that cost us our perfect best bet slate for week one. The Houston Texans at at home versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Texans won. Yes, if you don't if you didn't watch football, the Texans won. They thirty seven to twenty one. They, they absolutely destroyed Listen. Them. And thirty seven to twenty one is generous to what happened in that game. Listen, I'll start out. I'll give this one on Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, I, I mean, it's tough. The Jags offense just, they didn't look like, they looked like a brand new offense, guys that didn't really play together before. Sure, Trevor Lawrence, I guess you could say he struggled, but I'm not reading too much into that. I'm sure he's fine as a rookie quarterback against a division rival team. I know it's the Texans, but, I mean, it, this is a tough one to talk about. Urban Meyer just... It's tough. He just didn't look like he knew what he was doing out there, coaching wise. The play calling, the offensive schemes, all that stuff. It just Carlos Hyde getting the ball more than James Robinson. Yeah, just Urban Meyer, dude. You gotta step up. It's ain't college. I know Carlos Howard's your boy, but you're playing with the big boys now. You just lost to the worst team in football on paper. It's not looking good. Yes, I know Trevor Lawrence. He did throw three picks and three or four touchdowns. I think. They didn't even. They he threw three touchdowns and about three picks. Again, I'm not reading too much into that, but the Texans, I don't know. <laughs> Mark Ingram, Tyrod Taylor, Brandon Cooks, and Danny Amendola, and baby. Danny Amendola. <laughs> what the heck, dude? This one. That's all like former Patriots. Yeah. For Tyrod. Brandon Cooks, Chris. Yeah. No, Danny Amendola, Brandon. Yeah. Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. Yup. <laughs> but, no, nah, I mean, they, I don't know what the Texans are doing. I've seen a report that they declined three first-round picks mean? for Deshaun Watson. Their Texans are winning football games, pal. They're beating <laughs> I, your I, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, but... Uh, That's what they're doing. They said, doubt us all you want. We're winning football games. <laughs> <laughs> it's. T- I don't even... I, I don't know what to say about this. Danny Amendola, let's go win some football games. <laughs> I guess that's what they said. Let's go bring it all backups and special team guys and let's beat our division rivals. They traded away their defensive players and they acquired Rex Burkhead, Danny Amendola, and they said, let's go win some football games. Yup, and... Let's bring the Patriots culture to the Texans. I guess. I mean, this game was just an ugly... It's an ugly game to talk about. It was an ugly game to watch. We didn't watch it. 
yeah, I that know. much. We didn't watch it, and we barely even had it on the TV. But, nah, I mean, um, very uneventful game. I'm sure the Jags will be fine. I'm not looking too much into it. I'm sure Trevor will be fine. Urban Meyer was a question mark. We even touched on that before on previous episodes about how he was going to transfer in the NFL. And, I mean, if this is a, any implication on how he's going to show, it's not looking good for Urban Meyer. I personally am looking into this. Um, I'll overreact week one. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> the Jaguars suck, and the Texans suck also. Fair enough. But it seems like the Jaguars might suck worse. Let's move on to um, a more fun game that we actually did catch some of, a lot of it. The Cincinnati Bengals at home versus the Minnesota Vikings. One One thing I want to say, Jamar Chase learned how to catch. Yes. The Bengals won in overtime by a field goal. How? T. Higgins got hurt, right? He had a long catch and had to go in for like an IV or something. Oh, okay. I think he was just tired. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, Jamar Chase can't catch and T. Higgins is tired. Yeah, Tyler Boyd didn't do much, though. I will say that Tyler Boyd didn't do much. How'd Joe Mixon Joe? do? He did good. Yeah. Um, the Bengals' offensive line still looked kind of concerning, which, I mean, we all saw that coming, but Joe Burrow looked good. Joe Burrow looked like he didn't miss a beat at all. Their defense didn't look all that bad either. I mean, the Vikings, they have a solid defensive line, so that's. Yeah. You can part, put uh-huh. that as an excuse for the Bengals. The Vikings also have a solid receiving core, and they kind of shut down Justin Jefferson. I know Adam Thielen had two touchdowns, but I don't think he did that much. Dalvin Cook didn't. Like, the Vikings, they have a solid big three in which they can win you football games, and the Bengals kind of just handled them accordingly. Like, they didn't. They all had good games, I would say. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't really. They all had, like, decent games, but they didn't lose to him, and that's kind of, you know, what put them ahead. Jamar Chase caught a nice touchdown pass. Joe Mixon had himself a day. Joey B looked good, so. Yeah. No, I mean, I do know the Vikings offensive line did struggle some. There was I was there was plays I saw, like, especially down the stretch at the end of the game where they were just getting blown back by Trey Hendrickson and. Go for the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals' defense, they did, their defense didn't look bad. Their corners actually showed up more than I thought, especially with them losing Trey Waynes. I don't know about the Vikings, though, dude. I guess this is just another Kirk Cousins situation. I mean, there's this one. It was a very good game, but... I mean... This was a fun game to watch. We did watch it. I think these two teams are very similar as in terms to on paper. Bad offensive line, high-power offense, okay defense. couple of good players on defense, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see it. I don't know. Joe Mixon had himself a good game though, so I was I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, they did. They had their run game going strong. There, I did see Joe Mixon getting runs. I was surprised that they um ran the ball as effectively as they did because I mean, in theory, Minnesota's front seven ain't bad. Anthony Barr, I don't know if he played or not, but Kendricks. they still got Daniel Hunter, Michael Pierce, Dalvin Tomlinson, Eric Kendricks. I mean, their front seven isn't bad, and for the Bengals' offensive line to have rushed as good as they did, I mean. That's a good look for Cincinnati, and I mean, I think Cincinnati may live up to the hype I had them on this year. I mean, I'm not going to overreact because it is week one, but they did beat the Minnesota Vikings, who on paper are a bad team, aren't aren't a bad team. No, they're a solid middle-of-the-road team, which is the average quarterback, but I mean, I personally had them winning because the Bengals were starting Eli Apple. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, I guess the Bengals just – maybe the Bengals aren't going to be as bad as a lot of people think this year, and maybe the Vikings just suck because Kirk Cousins is terrible. I think 
I think they're both going to be middle-of-the-road teams, personally. No, that's about fair. I can see that. I mean, I don't think the Bengals are going to go play for a playoff spot, but, I mean, I don't think they're going to be as bad as like I've heard other people say. That's fair. And then moving on, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Indianapolis Colts with a final of 28-16, to um, about as expected. Just real quick, I don't have much to say about this game. Um, Seattle's front seven looked very good against a Colts offensive line, which was fairly healthy. Their corners are a very big liability, though. I don't know what their corners are going to do. I think I, their corners are – I can't even name the Seahawks starting corners now. Their their front seven did look good. Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams was playing up there, Carlos Dunlap. Um, Puna Fords plays there still, I think. Yeah, they had um, the Seahawks look good, and um, Russell Wilson, you already know. Russell Wilson cooked. He did his week one thing, came out, threw touchdowns at Gerald Everett. Tyler Lockett. Tyler, DK Metcalf had a quiet game. Stop dropping and lock it. Yeah, but, I mean, as the Seahawks always do, they look good week one. They'll look good for the half of the season, and then we just got to see if Russell Wilson can be consistent and finish out on pace how he usually does every year. Yeah, for me, I kind of saw this coming. The Colts, they didn't have much of a training camp to really establish their offense. T.Y. Hillen got hurt. Uh, Carson Wentz got hurt. Dealt with COVID. Same with Quentin Nelson. So, for me, I'm not really buying into this that much. I I thought the Seahawks were good. I think the Seahawks are going to win the division. The Colts, I think they're going to be one of those middle-of-the-road teams. Um, Texans are going to win a division. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. He looked. Carson Wentz did look. He, he didn't look okay. good, but he looked. He looked like, good for not having looked, a training camp. He I looked think. normal. He was scrambling out of the pocket, making some good throws, working a play action game. He definitely seemed more comfortable behind the offensive line, even though the offensive line didn't play great. He definitely seemed more comfortable than he did in Philly. Like he seemed more poised in the pocket. He seemed to be more confident on his scrambles in the play action game. So I, I guess that's a good sign. I mean, this this was to be expected. When you yeah. don't have a training camp, you're obviously going to start the season out slow. And, and I mean, we saw this coming. Seattle, they may only have scored 28 points to the Colts 16, but we knew the Col- the Colts can't hang with these big big dog offenses. And that's going to come to show down the stretch, and that's why the Colts won't take that leap up and make the playoffs and like be like take that next step up to be a top-tier team in the AFC. They'll still continue to be middle of the pack. Tell me how you really feel. I'm keeping it real. That's fair. Um, and then um, moving on, shout out Jake. Pittsburgh's the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Buffalo Bills surprisingly 23-16. The Buffalo Bills turnovers killed them down the stretch. As yeah. soon as Pittsburgh blocked that punt and took it for a touchdown, the whole momentum swung and Buffalo just couldn't dig themselves out of the hole they dug. Um, the Steelers look good. Yeah, I was just I was about, I about was, their corners, but. I was just about to say, I'll give credit where credit's due. The Steelers looked a lot better than I thought. Now, their offense didn't, but they played against the Bills defense, who is pretty good at what they do. Uh, I like the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, I'm happy with their performance. Obviously, they played against a Bills team that's arguably top three in the AFC. So, yeah, I'm happy with the Steelers. I Defense looked good. The secondary was what I was worried about. T.J. Watt was unblockable. Yeah. And when T.J. Watt's unblockable, it's not yep. hard for a secondary. You just need to wait until T.J. Watt gets back there and does something. He got paid quarterback money, $28 million a year, and he earned it. 
yesterday. Yep. Shout out to AJ. I still think the Broncos beat the Steelers up in a couple weeks, but now it's a conversation nope. for that week when you come back on. But now Steelers look good. Me and Jake were talking about it, though. The Steelers, I think they're just still trying to get a feel out for Najee and how he's going to be in the NFL. They were using him a lot in shotgun, which wasn't very effective. I know Buffalo's front four is good, front seven's good, but they were using him in shotgun way too much. They need to get Najee involved in the passing game as well, but I'm sure that comes with time. I'm sure they'll be fine. This, they have the Raiders. The Steelers play the Raiders. What a pr- Raiders are riding their high horse, so they just upset Baltimore last night. It's a perfect game to get Najee going. Yeah. <laughs> Against mean, a Cleveland Farrell-led defense who was a healthy scratch last night. And who just got torched by Williams and what they got torched by Williams. Yeah. Shout out to Carl Nassib. Had that game clutch sack against Lamar Jackson. But, no, nah, I mean, I'll give Steelers the benefit of the doubt. The Steelers looked really good. I'll give them that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad you're finally starting. I'm glad that Buffalo lost for the Patriots' sake, which puts Miami top of the division, but I'm not worried about that. Patriots and Bills will both be up there ahead of them at the end of the season. Absolutely not. Yep. Miami's two. No. New England's two. Miami's a close third. Nope. But that's a conversation we've already had, and then we'll save that one for a different day. <laughs> More of the story, Steelers look good. Josh Allen did not look like himself, but I'm. Mean, it's tough to be good against a healthy Steelers defense when they play that good. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah, um, Steelers surprised me a lot. Didn't surprise me. Well, it surprised me that they won, but I always thought they were going to be good, so. No, nah, it surprised me they won, and I just, I guess I should have given Pittsburgh more credit. The next game that we'll talk about is a game that um I'm was ugly, really, an not, ugly game. I'm not really sure what happened. Um, I watched the final. Well, we watched like the final like two or so minutes. We didn't watch that much of it. Yeah. 49ers Lions. Uh, basically, what happened was the um, 49ers blew them out at the start, and then you just look at score alerts on the bottom of the screen and the Lions just kept scoring and they kind of came back. Yeah. The 49ers ended up winning 41 to 33. Um this is largely because of the Lions defense. Um Debo Samuel had himself a day. Uh, Elijah Mitchell had himself a day. Dude, Jeff Okuda did not have himself a day. He tore his Achilles. I know. And <laughs> Debo Samuel ate his lunch and that was bad. So did the cornerback coach on the sideline. Did you see that? Yeah, but it's that's football. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 49ers to me, the takeaway here is, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> like this game, you can look at it both ways. You can look at it as the 49ers blew them out, the 49ers are studs, and they just fell asleep. Or you can look at it as the 49ers aren't, very, aren't that good on defense and the Lions crawled back into this game. Um, for me, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to be to be completely honest, Jimmy G had a good game, which sucks, because I want Trey Lance to go in there and start. Me too. Debo Samuel had a good game. The 49ers beat writers suck, because they didn't have any type of clue who was the backup running back for the team, and they had no idea that Brandon Ayuk wasn't going to play. Yeah, pretty much you, yeah, you covered all that. Brandon Ayuk, I left him on my bench, thank God. But this was a game where we kind of we saw a lot from both sides of the teams we learned a lot we saw Jimmy like you said Jimmy Garoppolo kind of took over 300 yards passing couple touchdowns Trey Lance did come in throw a touchdown but I mean Jimmy G didn't play bad enough to the point where he needs a bench um 
surprisingly, after we talked about last week, a guy we talked about was Panay Sewell and how he struggled in the preseason, but he held his own against Nick Bosa. He did. Um, I think that the first half kind of was, it was ugly on Detroit, but we saw a lot from Detroit. Like, Detroit, they played with heart. And that's something we haven't seen from them in a while. DeAndre Swift got going in the passing game and the run game. Jared Goff (laughs) looked like Jared Goff. We definitely saw how lackluster Detroit's offense is. Tyra Williams didn't do nothing. I'm in Ross St. Brown didn't do much. It was the TJ Hawkinson, Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift show, I think. Who was their reading receiver? Look it up real quick, like in the box score. Because I'm in Ross St. Brown didn't do much. Uh, Yeah, hold on. I don't know. But, yeah, Detroit surprised me a lot. I was not expecting Detroit to be in this game at all. San Francisco still covered the spread, surprisingly. Um, Yeah, it was just – I was very surprised. I was very surprised Brandon Ayuk didn't play. I'm glad I benched him or I would have been out of my mind. The leading receiver was TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. And Jamal Williams. And Jamal – Jamal Williams had himself a day. Yeah, he did. He started over DeAndre Swift at the beginning of the game. That's why Swift started out so slow. I'm going to Ross St. Brown, my boy. Two catches, 23 yards, four targets. Tyra Williams, Quintez Cephas, Jason Cabinda, former linebacker turned fullback, was in there as well on a target. The real story is Debo. Yes. And Nine Brandon Ayuk. 190 yards. But, yeah, um, this Detroit team, they showed a lot of heart. They knew they weren't going to win this game, but it was good to see them hang in there, you know? Trey Lance threw one pass and did better than Aaron Rodgers this week. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what game is next on our list? Um, Probably not the Aaron Rodgers game. Um, um, Ryan lost it. Um, But, nah, yeah. Let's, just, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Forget that list. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers... Got whacked, thirty-eight to three, by the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville. I don't know if this was the power of the hurricane or this was Aaron Rodgers is throwing the season because Green Bay is scumbags. Or Aaron Rodgers didn't participate in any summer events, so obviously he's going to suck. Yeah, I'm gonna go with option C. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with... <laughs> or that New Orleans is the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's option B. I think I'm going to go with a mixture of the power of the hurricane and Aaron Rodgers not participating all offseason. And not... I agree. Either of those answers, I, I agree. Because... And, and D. You know what? The Saints are the real deal. Yeah, they got Jameis my... Winston, who didn't commit a turnover... Who threw five touchdown passes. When that's an accomplishment that your quarterback doesn't commit a turnover, when that's talked about as reasons that the team won, he's that's on tra- a problem. He's on track for zero interceptions this season. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is on track to finish as the worst quarterback in history. That ain't saying much. <laughs> but, I don't um, care. He still looked good. Um, Kamara looked good. Green As a whole team, Green Bay didn't look good. Between Aaron Rod- from Aaron Rodgers all the way to defense, Green Bay just didn't look good. I don't know if they were just out of sync from all the stuff that happened in the offseason or That's what. That's probably it. But they, they just didn't look good at all. They let Jameis Winston go out and throw five touchdowns on him with Traquan Smith, Alvin Kamara, and Jawan Johnson. Adam Trotman. And Adam Trotman. <laughs> that, that ain't good. Green Bay, I'm sure they'll be fine. Uh, 
38-3, to three, though. That's Holy so God. <laughs> that's, that's so bad. This game cost me Ryan Perlay a card because I kind of thought the Packers were just going to... I didn't think the Saints had much. No. Because the Saints had still had to figure out who they were going to throw the ball to and who was going to throw the ball to the people that they... Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore got paid. Yeah, he's week to week now. Nice. He has surgery, but he's week to week. I'm going to guess that they had an internal deal that if he shut down Devontae Adams, he'll get paid. Because he got paid right after the game. So he must have went back to that locker room, had the contract sit in his locker, and signed it. Because if I had to guess, I'm going to guess it was something to do with that due to how quick he signed that contract after the game. But, yeah, Green Bay just didn't look good. Offensive line, you can definitely tell they were missing on Corey Lindsley and the other guys they lost on the offensive line. They were missing a lack of receiver, too. Always are. Defense looked terrible. Nuff said. It was an ugly game. Don't feel like talking about it. So let's move on to a more interesting game. I'll let you um, take this since you're a big Washington football team. Chargers-Washington. After week one, one thing I learned is that Dallas is the real deal and Washington's defense may only be able to get them so far with Dallas being as good as they are. That may have been my biggest takeaway from this week entirely. That and Mac Jones, I may have been wrong on. But yeah, the Chargers um, squiggled this one out 2016. Should have been a lot worse. Fitzpatrick may be done for the season. No, um, he's, um, they put him on IR, so I think it's like eight weeks. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's like eight weeks. Well, so, Cam Newton to Washington, Cam Newton and Taylor Heineke, Cam Newton and Rivera are back. I don't care what happens. Washington <laughs> didn't get a quarterback and it bit him right in the... Yep. Yes, it did. And you hit that nail right on the head because I agree with it. I think they should have traded up for Justin Fields. They tried to get Matt Stafford, but the Lions said no to their offer. Um, Listen, Justin Herbert did his thing. He looked good. Um, The Chargers, I know they had some turnover problems as well. A lot of drops. I know they had a couple fumbles. But the Chargers still look good, though. I think Sam Cosme got his lunch eat, too. Yeah. It's not surprising against... No, not against the Bosa. Against Joey Bosa. But, yeah... um, the Chargers' offensive line has definitely improved from last year, even though Sam Cosme did get his – or, no. Sam Cosme's in Washington, yeah. Rashawn Slater owned Chase Young again. Yes, he did. Not a I single pressure. Yeah. I saw a meme that was like Rashawn Slater versus his son, and it was him blocking Chase Young. <laughs> yeah, Cosme got his lunch eight. I think that Omni Brown had a good game. Yeah. Chargers' offensive line definitely improved. Slater looked good. Corey Lindsley looked good. You can definitely tell they're better than last year. Mike Williams even looked good. Eckler got they got Eckler going as much as they could against Washington. Eckler didn't have a seven. Ca- Eckler didn't have a catch. Really? Yeah, he only ran the ball. In a surprising plot twist, he didn't have a catch. For real? Yeah. Oh damn! Yikes! I mean, he still had a good game, but it was like yeah. What's What's Eckler known for? He's known for being a receiving back, and he and he didn't. Surprisingly, in a shocking turn of events, he did not. For but me, I'll go ahead and say my piece. Um, Washington, they're they're they are what they are at this point. Yeah, they were dumb and they didn't get a quarterback. They put all their eggs in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt, and now all their eggs are in Taylor Heineke. I'm on the hype train of Taylor Heineke. Nuff said. Sorry for you. <laughs> Somebody. Somebody is a very biased fan if you're on high train nah. Heineke. I mean, like I said, with Dallas being this good, and I mean, even Philly didn't look bad either. Philly could probably beat this team. 
Yeah, Washington. Fitzpatrick going down off rip. That hurts. That that hurts him big time. We'll see if Taylor Heineke's the real deal this week. We'll touch on that more on Thursday's podcast. Be did sure the Chargers to ch- stay healthy. Did they? I said did they? Like Derwin James and all. That? Oh yeah. It's I good. mean, knock on wood. Yeah, Derwin James was back. He made a couple big plays too. I know um, Antonio Gibson fumbled down the stretch when they were trying to drive down the field on one of them final drives, similar to Damian Harris did. Lost me a couple fantasy points. Um, but, yeah, more of the story, the Chargers look good and Washington is in trouble. Yep. I'll go ahead and jump to the next game. Ugly Panthers game. at home against the Jets. Panthers ended up winning 19-14, to and this game was in jeopardy at one point. The spread was also in jeopardy. Panthers Came down to still- a two-point conversion. Panthers still ended up winning this game 19 to 14 and for me I'm not I'm not excited about either team. Um yeah, I'm not excited about either team. Nah. The Panthers let the Jets crawl back into this game. This was supposed to be the Panthers game where they start out the season on fire with a blowout win against Sam Darnold's former team. Instead, Sam Darnold pretty sure he had a, uh, at least one turnover in the red zone. He might have had two. Um Sam Darnold That's my stomach. I'm hungry. He had a 57-yard pass to Robbie Anderson. That's, you know, as expected. Christian McCaffrey had himself a quiet 190-yard day. That's quiet for Christian McCaffrey. Um, It is. The Jets, they battled some injuries. I think Mekhi Becton's out for a few weeks. Um, Six to eight weeks. He hurt his knee. They lost somebody else, too, I believe, right? No. Didn't they lose a corner or something? They lost Lawson in the offseason. Whatever. Um... The Panthers, yeah, they they didn't really excite me very much. I took the Panthers in my pick them, so it was still worked out. But I don't think they're going to make a splash. I think the Saints will uh, beat them pretty good next week. Yeah, um, I'll start off with the Jets. Zach Wilson, it was tough because the Jets' offensive line we saw is friggin' awful. They suck. Losing Mekhi Becton don't help. Marcus Joyner, was that, is that all year? Yeah. But, yeah, um, the Jets just – it's going to be tough for them. I'm excited to see what the Patriots' offensive defensive line can do against their poorest offensive line this week when they play in New York. But, yeah, Zach Wilson looked inconsistent. He made some good plays. He made some bad plays. Granted, he was under pressure most of the time. He's against also a rookie. Derek Brown, Brian Burns. Yeah, he's a rookie. He didn't look terrible. They did lose as expected. But, yeah, the Sam Darnold – Sam Darnold thinks The Sam Darnold experiment, out. I don't know. We'll have to see how this one plays out. Definitely a story I'll be watching this season. Panthers defense, they look good. We got to see. Um, we'll see if they're legit or not this week once they start playing the better teams that they play. So we'll see. This next one I want to take, and then I'll let you have the next one. I'll give you this one because I said on YouTube I have a lot to say about Philly. But, yeah, more of the story, the Panthers and Jets both suck. Yep. Pretty much. Enough said. So am I taking this one? Eagles. Oh, yeah, no, you can go ahead. You say you want to start that one. So the Eagles versus the Falcons. I had the Eagles winning. Anthony did not. The nope. Eagles ended up blowing them out 32-6, to and the Eagles looked amazing. Jalen Hurts looked good. Miles Sanders looked good. The receiving core of Jalen Ray Gore, Devontae Smith, Kenneth Gainwell as a backup running back yeah. looked good. The offensive line looked good. The defense even looked good. Kyle Pitts didn't do too much. Kyle really didn't do too much besides the first drive. They forced Atlanta to have two field goals. Eagles look good. As a Cowboys fan, I'm not too happy about it. But as a Jalen Hurts owner, I am pretty happy about it. I thought the Eagles were going to win this game personally. 
I don't think the Falcons had much in them. This kind of reconfirms that. The Falcons are probably going to be moving down yeah. in the power rankings. I think they're going to be a bottom three team most likely. Looking like it. The Eagles, what I took away from this is that they are going to be a decent team. I think they're going to win around eight games. Hopefully not because I bet my brother $20 that they don't win more than eight games. Well, I think they're going to win about eight. So that's, I guess, good for you. I guess. Uh, Dallas Goddard looked pretty good. The yeah. Eagles look good in general. They were underdogs coming into this game. A lot of people ended up taking the Falcons. A lot of people thought that they were just going to walk the dog on them with Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley. Turns out the Eagles have a pretty good defense against this Falcons offense. My takeaways, though, Eagles are going to be better than I expected. Still not playoffs. Falcons are going to be worse than I expected. Bottom three in the league. I think you hit that one on the head, but for me, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, coming into last week, I had the Eagles ranked as a bottom five poverty franchise team. I don't know how to feel. Listen, Eagles fans, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You got your win. You blew Atlanta out of the water. But let's be real, it's the Atlanta Falcons. We'll see what they do in these upcoming weeks. I know they have a tough schedule coming up. The first half of the season is hard for them. 49ers next week? Yeah, 49ers in Philly, Eagles home opener. It's going to be crazy in there. They have all the hype around them in the world. It's going to be an interesting one. If there's a game I'm staying away from, for betting purposes, it may be this one. Eagles-Niners. But nah, the Eagles... They did look good. I'll give them that. I'm very upset I didn't start Jalen Hurts over Ryan Tannehill in fantasy, and I'm very upset I left Devontae Smith on my bench as well in my other league. Jalen Hurts is going to be a stud this year just because of the fact that he can run and he can pass. The Eagles looked a lot better than I thought. I mean, I'm curious to see how they play the rest of the year, and just I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that. Now this next game. AFC Championship Preview. The Kansas City Chiefs knocked off the Cleveland Browns 33-29. Cleveland got sloppy at the end of the game and lost. I didn't really catch most of this game because this was a 4 o'clock game, right? We were playing poker. I was winning in poker. I lost in poker, and I caught a lot of the game. <laughs> That's fair. The first game. I still made it off for like 90 bucks, so it ain't bad. Give me uh, your take on this game because I didn't watch Listen, that much. The Cleveland Browns are the real deal. I've been saying this. Ryan's been saying this. All the Baker Mayfield haters are shut up. Baker Mayfield's a dog. He looked good. The entire Cleveland Browns team looked good. Their defense, they gave up 33 points to the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. I don't, I don't know what you expect. Nobody's, nobody's stopping the Chiefs. No. Not I mean, anymore with no. the new offensive line. Absolutely Free Humphrey not. didn't allow pressure either, I don't think. Boomer sooner. I'm throwing my horns down. But nah, um... Cleveland just, they blew it at the end. They got sloppy. Baker threw a pick on the comeback drive. Nick Chubb fumbled. They had a botch punt. Um, just stupid mistakes. Now, I mean, to be fair, the past 17 years, Cleveland is, in the past 17 years, Cleveland is 0-16-1 opening day on week one games. Oh, zero wins, 16 losses, and one tie week one. And so, Pat Mahomes is undefeated in September. Yes. Pat Mahomes is like 11-0 in September games. So, I mean, really, the odds weren't on Cleveland's side. (laughs) But, no, I mean, Cleveland's the real deal, and I think that proved that Cleveland is a top dog in the AFC now. They look very well coached. Baker looked good. The offense looked good even with Odell out. Jarvis Landry did his thing. Austin Hooper got involved. Both running backs were heavily involved. 
Jedrick Wills did go down. He got carted off. I don't know the severity of that injury. Let me look real quick. Hold on. Jedrick Wills injury. Appears to be back soon. He avoided a serious ankle injury. He's day-to-day. Perfect. So we'll see how he progresses throughout the week. They have a home opener against the Texans this week. Hopefully he sits out now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Texans are the real deal. Oh, yeah. The Texans are winning the Super Bowl this year. My fault. They're the real deal. Sounds good. But not the Jaguars. I mean, there's not much to say about the Chiefs, really. They came out and did their thing. They started out slow. Kelsey, Tyreek, Mahomes still did their thing. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire got involved some. The offensive line was definitely the difference maker. Miles Garrett and Clowney on the other side of the ball still did their thing. I saw, um, what the heck, My, just Miles Garrett um, eat Orlando Brown's lunch a few times. Clowney sucks, but he still kind of did his thing, I guess. But, yeah, the Browns, all I took away from this game is that Cleveland is the real deal, and I may have been right when I said that they're playing for a Super Bowl this year. The only thing that I took away is... Um, see you in playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if they, I mean, it was a great game, dude. Me, um, Sid, and Matt caught it. The caught, like, the end program. tournament, yeah. <laughs> but, no, nah, I mean, the first game. I won the second game. I well, won all three. Yeah, we... Time, you, well, did you win a third? You won a third. No, I... That, you and Coach won, because it was yeah. me, you, and Coach. But, now, nah, um, moral of the story, Cleveland's like that, Baker Mayfield's like that, and everyone that hated on Baker Mayfield, you're a friggin' dummy. That's fair enough. Enough uh, said. Go ahead and jump to the next game. Broncos in New York. They blew them boys Denver, out 27-13. Um, like I said, I didn't catch this game much either. I was winning in poker. But the Broncos, they played pretty good. Um, the offense was pretty good. The running the running back game, especially Melvin Gordon, had a pretty good day. I think he had one big run, which cost me a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? Like he had to have like a sixty yard touchdown. Or yeah, something. he had he had a big run. Cause he he went from like three points to seventeen like that. I was like, oh my, God, you gotta be kidding me. Javante Williams even had a pretty good day. They split carries. I think 50-50, like on the dot. Um, but the defense, we kind of seen this coming. The defense is full of studs, and you had Danny Dimes coming into town who isn't nothing special. You had yeah. Saquon Barkley coming into town who's coming off of a ACL. Sterling Shepard had himself a day, but. Yeah. Look, I didn't think the Giants were going to win this game. I don't like Danny Dimes. Sterling Shepard's obviously, or not Sterling Shepard, Saquon's obviously going to start slow coming off of an injury. I saw the Broncos winning this easy, which they did, 27-13. to That's arguably a blowout. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean, the games I didn't catch, I actually did. I went on YouTube and just watched the NFL 10, 15-minute montage of, like, the biggest plays just so I can get some idea of what happened. But, now, nah, I mean, I only caught a few plays of this game because I was flipping back and forth between this one, the Patriots game, and the Chiefs-Browns game, which got majority of my watch time. But, nah, I mean, Denver looked good. Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Jerry Judy going down blows. Yes, it does. Saquon got a lot more carries than I thought. I think he had 10 carries and two or three targets receiving-wise. Oh, yeah, Jake was like... Saquon had, like, 10 carries for 30 yards. He's back, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <was> like, yep. <laughs> but, I mean, yep. coming off an ACL injury against the Broncos, who have a top defense, I mean. That's the Saquon I know and love. That's, I mean, I guess that's a good start to come back. They have another tough game against Washington Thursday night. We'll be watching that one. Um, but, yeah, Denver looked good. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater looked about as good as he could have. Noah Fant got highly involved, as I saw coming when Teddy Bridgewater was named the starter. I think that rhymed. But, yeah, Jerry Judy going down sucks. Broncos look good on all cylinders. Their offensive line, 
could use some help. Graham Glasgow, their offensive lineman, he was rushed to a hospital and left the game for an irregular heartbeat, I saw. So that's being monitored. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully he's all right. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. And Jerry Judy going down sucks, but I mean, I'm very high on Denver this year. I love the Broncos. I love what Vic Fangio has done and what John Elway and all them did this offseason. So, I mean... We'll you, see how they are down the stretch. Do you love what they did this offseason? Yes. Because they bench your boy. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that they did what they thought was right, and Teddy Bridgewater won their first game, so I mean, I can't really say much. That's fair. Um, Ready to jump to the next game? I want to take this one. Go ahead. Moving on, Matt Stafford, his game opening debut with the Rams, blew out the Chicago Bears 34-14. to I caught the second half of this game. Matt Stafford, he had an arm sleeve on, and he did his thing. He was throwing air in the ball out. Cooper Cup had a day. Van Jefferson had a day. They tried to get the run game going, but it didn't work because Chicago's defense was didn't. I think Daryl Henderson did all right. I thought I seen him getting stuffed a couple times. I mean, I think he did okay. Nothing like crazy, but Daryl Henderson, he had fourteen. I think he scored a touchdown. Sixteen for seventy. I mean, horrible. He was a workhorse for one day, Henderson was. But, no, nah, I mean, I saw this coming from the Rams. Chicago sucks. Andy Dalton, until they... How many picks did he throw? At least one. He threw one, but it was it was a bad pick. Like, it shouldn't have been. It was like a... It was, it was a bad pick. It was like off the receiver's hands or something it was. I thought it was off. I thought it was high. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I wanted Justin Fields to start. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I want Justin Fields to start. So... But, yeah, I know Andy Dalton did have a pick. Justin Fields threw a touchdown. Justin Fields, put him in. It's about time. Andy Dalton sucks. Yeah, seriously. Andy Dalton's terrible. He's god-awful. Um, more of the story, though, Matt Stafford looked really good. I think the Rams are the real deal this year. Their defense stepped up big time. They did take a couple big losses in free agency. But it didn't seem to really phase them in the slightest. Jalen Ramsey did his thing. Aaron Donald only had one sack. But, I mean, watching Aaron Donald play, a lot of the stuff doesn't get accounted for. He don't, you, don't get a, you don't get a stat for eating up a double team and clearing up a sack for your teammate. Aaron Donald did a lot of that. The Rams, they looked really good. I'm very high on them. And Chicago needs to start Justin Fields tomorrow. David Montgomery also had a pretty good game. So yeah, he was, did. Dave Montgomery, he was the reason I beat you in fantasy. Yep. Speaking All I of, needed was Tyler Higby to have one more catch. No. I thought he, he, Matt Stafford targeted him for a touchdown at the very end of the game, and I was, like, screaming at my TV. <laughs> I, I was pissed. I'm watching this interception. No, it was tipped by a Rams player. Oh. It was just a bad tip by the Rams guy. Ah, yeah. Well... Moral of the story, more of the story Andy Dalton's a sorry bum. Justin Fields is the answer, and the Rams are playing for a Super Bowl this year. Enough I think said. a lot of people are picking up Cole Komet, too. Did he have a good game? He, I mean, when Jalen Ramsey is playing corner, that's fair. that kind of takes away that side of the field, so your tight end's going to have to step up. So, is yeah, time to talk about this? the final game, Monday uh, Night Football, the Las Vegas Raiders knocked off the Baltimore Ravens 33-27 to in an overtime thriller game of the year style. Listen, Derek Carr... I saw the ending. It was horrible. Derek Carr didn't look good. 
Derek Carr was forcing the ball to Darren Waller. I think Darren Waller had over 20 targets and about 10 catches. Um, the Raiders were still kind of using Henry Ruggs as a decoy, kind of just using him out there. Couldn't run the ball at all. No. It's not much. 33 points somehow. Yeah, I mean, Josh Jacobs didn't do bad, but, I mean, he didn't do anything special, did he? He had 10 carries for 30 yards. Saquon numbers. Yeah. Coming Sa- off an injury. Yeah. But he had I saw, well, no, because I was at that concert last night. I saw someone tweeting, like, oh, Josh Jacobs is, like, so good. No, he had, he had 10 oh, carries for okay. 30 yards and two touchdowns. Fair enough. Bengals wrong. The guys found on Twitter. But, now, nah, um, listen, I don't know how I feel about this one. I think it's a fluke. I hate the Raiders. I agree. I agree 100%. I hate, hate the Raiders. Derek Carr didn't look good. He was forcing the ball. Mariota got some playing time. Villanueva sucked. Yeah, he did. Max Crosby ate his lunch. Yeah, he did. Max Crosby had a good game. It was like the, uh, it was in the first quarter, and it was like Max Crosby just sacked Lamar. Uh, Max Crosby said, <laughs> <laughs> "No, like what is good for the Raiders? Doing? This is the Raiders thing to do. They always get that one upset every year. They beat the Chiefs last year and fell apart. To be fair, it's their, it's not their first time in Vegas, but it first, is their yeah. home, uh, home opener, opener in Vegas. I so saw a video of when they have the best introduction. Did you see Bruce yeah. Buffer? I saw um, the guy um, from the Ravens fan jumped in like the Raven like the pool. They have a pool at the stadium, and like after the Ravens scored at the end of the game, like to to take the lead before the Raiders got the ball back, he like did a flip into the pool and was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny because the Raiders their stadium is nice as shit. They have like a nightclub, like see like a pool dude their stadium so nice i know the dude like he, he had on like ed reed jersey like did a flip into the pool after they scored and that got all hype <laughs> and then they ended up losing it was pretty funny but now i mean more of the story the raiders got a fluke the raiders are a bottom five team and the ravens just got unlucky the ravens i mean they're they've had a rough couple weeks they lost marcus peters they lost jk dobbins they lost gus edwards so they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do they lost rashad bateman they lost miles boykin they caught that um, Eagles injury bug from a few years ago. So, I mean, that's really it for me. They're just trying to figure it out. I think next week the Ravens will bounce back and be fine. I'm not worried about the Ravens. I'm also not worried about the Raiders. I think they're going to suck. Yeah, um, if you guys want our thoughts on this week's games, be sure to check out Thursday's episode of the podcast where we go through each game, give our predictions, talk about it in our one-on-one wager series. Be sure to check out all of our previous content from this week. Got a YouTube video came out today, tomorrow, and Thursday. We got five episodes this week. Our first full week of football, giving you guys constant content, five, six episodes a week. May start doing some college football content soon as well. 76 Boomer nothing. Sooner, 76 0. Boomer Sooner, ranked number three in the country right now. Nebraska this week should be an easy win. We'll see you guys next. We'll see you guys on Thursday's next podcast. See ya. Peace.